no, yeah. please. No, please don't fight. Please don't fight. I've already watched you fight. You're terrible at it. You're terrible. Don't fight. What's going on? All these badasses in the house. Again, returning to another episode of Versus. Episode 11, we have the alumni here today. That's right. The legend Rick Myers, Kung Fu Santa, is back in the house. We got Kyle Wong, the legend, martial artist, stuntman, filmmaker, all that. And also, Mr. Tony of the Dead, my brother from another mother, <laughs> hanging out. Back again for another episode of Versus. All we already got people here. The movie Dojo Army's here showing up. Because... You guys are badasses to watch us knuckleheads talk about movies because it's fun. <laughs> Let's see who we have here. Mario Live Gaming in the house says he liked both movies. They're not great, but he has he has he's fans of both of them. Director Ranjit, oh here we go. Oh shit, Director Ranjit is here. Uh, his pick is Max Payne. Oh man, I'm about to make a whole bunch of enemies today. Jake Hall, <laughs> Jake Hall in the house. John Martinez, Heather Love, Fet seventy eight, Bob Odinson, Orlando. Robert Gilbert, he says, hello, chat, and the panel of badasses. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go ahead and get it going today. So I decided this week let's do something a little different here. Let's dip our toe into the video game live adaptation genres. And I know, I feel your pain, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say up front right now that I apologize. <laughs> Rick, maybe uh, we, we'll get together another time and uh, we'll, we'll pick next week's verses together. We'll, we'll, we'll pick it up. But I thought I, I, I thought this would be fun only because, well, one of these I did see a long time ago and I was okay with it. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was like the worst thing ever. And I'll give my reasons why when we get into it. But the other one, I've always heard it was atrocious and I was just like, man, I, I'm kind of curious. So I feel like this was the perfect time Let's go ahead and do this. <laughs> oh, man. All right. <laughs> oh, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. And don't forget, chat, this have this will have spoilers in it. And uh, don't forget, if we do have a tie, uh, your vote will count at the end to break the tie. That's right. Move Dojo Army showing up. We've got Tyler in the house. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it here. All right. And also, don't forget about all our gents here. I always like to... You know, give the shout out. So make sure you always still follow Rick Myers' work. That's right. Buy all his books. Also check out Iron Fist and Kung Fu Kicks. It is phenomenal. Rick is in that as well. He's he's always awesome in that. And we got Night of the Axe coming soon from my boy Tony the Dead, representing horror genre and representing <laughs> the martial arts independent scene. That's right. Night Watch coming from my boy Kyle. So make sure you guys support these guys and uh, keep an eye out. For those future projects, that's right. That's right. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Hitman came out 2007. Quick plot synopsis for chat who doesn't know. A gun for hire known only as Agent 47, hired by a group known only as the organization, is ensnared in a political conspiracy, which finds him pursued by both Interpol and the Russian military as he treks across Russia and Eastern Europe. Hitman was directed by Xavier Jens, and it stars everyone's favorite, Timothy Oliphant, Doug Ray Scott, and Olga Kurilenko. And I apologize if I said that wrong. And here's the, here's the funny little fun fact here that I did not know until I started watching Max Payne today. 
was Olga's in both movies. <laughs> that wasn't even planned. That was a hilarious coincidence. You're not I was complaining. like, what? You're not no, complaining no, 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 no. We're not, we're <laughs> not complaining. And, and at it's all. weird that she was in a Bond movie after those two, doing those two films. That's the weird part. Right? <laughs> right? Going from these two to being a Bond girl, I was like, <laughs> the best Bond girls too. Yeah, yeah, she was good. She was, she was definitely good. And it was the most um, forgettable Bond movie too, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not really a fan of. I disagree with that. I think it's one of the best ones. Oh wow, look at that Quantum of Solace fans here. All right. No, no not. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I confused her with the person. Um, no, no, no. Quantum of Solace sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I confused her. With with the woman in um, in jeez uh, the, the great the great the first uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh right. right. Oh okay yeah. okay. Golden Eye. Golden Eye. Yes, Golden Eye. Uh, always the best one. Yeah, that's the, that. that's a classic right there. Uh, Finkster says, "I figured the Olga thing was intentional." Ha ha ha! No, it wasn't. I didn't. Even, I had no idea. <laughs> oh man! All but I know yeah. is I have a new crush. Yeah, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, my God. We're going to rename Quantum of Solace. We're going to call it Quantum of Boredom. Yeah, we're just going to call it that movie. Quantum of Sadness. Yeah, that that works, too. <laughs> I, love, I love Bond, so I... I yeah. Knew, uh, I even rewatched. I, I I wanted to rewatch it again to give it a shot, and I was okay with it a little bit more, but I still think it's like just they destroyed it with the filming of the chase scenes and driving scenes. Like, what are you guys doing? And... Well, they had it's the, the weakest of the Craig movies, in my opinion. They had the, I disagree with that. Spectre, oh. I think, is the worst. Actually, film. I might change it. Yeah, I forgot about Spectre for some reason. Paul's <laughs> was crippled by the writer's strike. Oh, right. oh okay. They went along. They also made up Tomorrow Never Dies after Terry Hatcher was fired. Um, yeah. But they did a better job with that. Unfortunately, Mark Forster is a dramatic director, not an action director. Gotcha. Yeah. I really like Tomorrow Never Dies. I feel like that movie doesn't get a lot of love. I agree, but there's a whole story. Like I said, Terry oh, had okay. fired. No. Oh, I didn't right. even know any of that. I did as they went along to concentrate on Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah. wow. Oops. There were, there were very famous shirts that the Bond company made sure were destroyed, which said, I survived Tomorrow Never Lies. Yeah. Right. Never <laughs> Okay, wow. Nightmare to make, but they did a really good job. Oh, I didn't really know about that. Wow. But, uh, you know, I enjoy uh, Tomorrow Never Dies a lot. That Philip Kwok action in there. It was fun seeing him do some of the action. I mean, at least compared to the other ones that came after that. Oh, yeah. You know? But, yeah, I actually forgot. I changed my, I changed it. You're right. Spectre, by default, is better than, I mean, I mean, not Spectre. Quantum of Solace, by default. Is better than Spectre. I completely forgot about Spectre. Good. I completely forgot. Very, about it. By the way, is that other one get come out yet? No. Oh, oh, oh. no oh, the new one. It's not coming out until November at the earliest. Right. Unless they push it back again. Another year, right? Fuck it. <laughs> that was coming out. Um... Oh yeah, uh, Cruella. Cruella's going on to Disney Plus. I didn't know that. Oh, but are now... they still charging thirty bucks for it? Yeah, but that but that explains that it's terrible. <laughs> that, I, I kind of agree with that. Why did they decide to make a movie glorifying a dog killer? It's terrible. That is true. Bad idea. It's really bad. bad. Idea. It's it's like, it's really bad. It, you, you know they're gonna they're gonna change the whole storyline, make her sympathetic. 
We're going to do that. But, but that's absurd. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's, we'll it's, see. It's, but it's very strange that we're not dogs. Fuck animals. Eat the meat. No, eat the meat. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the tagline of the poster. Of the <laughs> Donkey is really delicious. Oh. Really, I would I would try it, but I don't eat meat now. So, but I, I would I would try certain things. Yeah. You eat meat though, right? I don't anymore. Well, you know, no. good for you. Good job. But if I did, I would try a donkey. Uh, it's okay eating ass. But of course, it depends. <laughs> you know. Yes. I okay. Let's get that. back on track here. I've had really terrible buffalo too, but I've had really good buffalo. Hmm. Interesting. I've only had their wings. Boing. Boing. <laughs> We're here all week versus episode. All week, baby. All right. Okay, so Hitman, my experience with the video games is I, I played and beat Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. I played Hitman 3 and beat Contract. I think it's Contracts, Hitman 3 Contracts. Yeah, contracts I enjoyed I, I know. I, 3 was right around the time where I really became a big fan of the of the series, but then I kind of didn't finish you know, playing the games after that. Not that I yeah. lost interest. I just was, something else came up and I just kind of, it was one of those, I'll get around to it. And then another game came out. <laughs> I'll get around to adulthood. it. Adult, yeah. There you go. Adulthood. There you go. Right. But, um, you know, so many years have been, went by and now we have a film that came out in 2007. So I didn't see it in theater. I kind of waited till it came out on uh, video and I rented it. And here's the thing. Now, Kyle, rip into it. When he, when be honest, we're always honest here. So, here's the thing: when I rented it, I, I had zero expectations, really, 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 really low expectations, and I was just happy to see. I still had issues with it. I still didn't think it was great, but I was. I, I kind of liked it a little bit, only because at least we taken a mature rated video game property and we made it a mature movie. Yeah, you know, at least it was R-rated. At least we had some blood squibs. At least you know we had a guy get his arm cut off. Like they, at least they 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 didn't pussy out because a lot of these R-rated movies, you know, yeah, the, when the when I mean the R-rated video game properties when they get movies they they you know snip the balls off of it because they want more yeah. butts in the seats, right? Yeah. So give it a PG thirteen rating, right? I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Oh yeah, and I I did not know that. When we get to Max Payne, I did not know that until after I watched the movie and did some research about it being released in the theater as PG-13. Yeah, so when it's my turn, I'm going to make a lot of enemies right here. So anyway, anyway, so like I said, I like, I really like Timothy Oliphant, and I want you guys to be honest and, you know, get get into it when we get, when, when it's your turn. Let me know what you really thought about him. Um, I, I really like him. I mean... One of the better, one of the best episodes of Mandalorian was him in it. You know, you know, there's a lot of Deadwood fans out there. Justified, like there's something likable about him. But this is what, and, and I, and I, I, it's weird. I'm torn with him in this movie. This is what I feel like. This is what I feel like. I feel like okay, we're gonna make a movie based off of a character who's basically just death incarnate. He is yeah. the angel of death, who doesn't really have emotion or anything. What's that? What's that, Tony? Oh, Ranjit's asking me what that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, just go ahead and okay, and just right. So you're making a movie based off a guy who's the angel of death, who just walks around, doesn't really have any face expressions, right, or do anything. That's what that's what he, you know, Agent Forty Seven is in the game. Mm -hmm. So I feel like 
the studio was like, well, we can't make a movie based off of a guy that has no emotion. You can't sell that. So let's cast Timothy Oliphant, who has his own style of charisma. Let's cast him as the part, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. I feel like when they, once they cast him as the part, they told him, now remember, you have no emotion and you're supposed to be ice cold, which I feel like it defeated the whole purpose of casting him. You know what I mean? So it's it's I, I'm I'm very torn. Like I I'm perfectly fine with him in the role, but I feel like I don't know if some the director or somebody there was just like, no, you're showing too much emotion. I don't know. So I need I, I want to hear what you guys think. So. I know. Oh, you do know. Okay, well hold that thought, Rick. When we get to you. <laughs> All right. But yeah, like I said, it, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Video game movies are like atrocious. I mean, to me, to me, it, it, they're just it's such a bad rap. Why do you think people consider Mortal Kombat that came out in 1995 to be the best video game movie ever? You know, which is still debatable now. And now we have the new Mortal Kombat movie coming out next week, which could dethrone. It could actually dethrone in terms of being the best video game movie. Not the greatest movie, but we'll see. We'll see, right? Kyle, we'll do a video together. You know, we'll yeah. see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But the thing is, is that's where I was mentally at the time. I was like, okay. It wasn't that bad. We did get some, you know, we got some fighting on the train there in the subway. That was all right. And, you know, there was some body count here. I was like, all right, all right. I, mm-hmm. But so, but rewatching it now, I kind of feel the same way, just more torn now on, on, on Oliphant's performance. And maybe the climax could have used a little bit more oomph. I feel like once it started, it ended. Especially mm-hmm. when it was like he shot a few dudes, shot a, a kung fu monk. Right, as you do, and then a <laughs> helicopter came up, shot a whole bunch of stuff through the thing, right? And I was like, "Oh, we're getting started!" And then the helicopter just turned around and went away. And then, the, and then he looks over to the side, sees the hot hooker. You know, he gives her what she wants. She rocks, she walks away in slow motion, and he turns around and he, you know, he killed the hitman that was trying to kill her. And he's like, "I, I told you not to do that." Sorry, my hitman sounds like Trump. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but anyway well, and then it just ended 600,000 people so that's fine <laughs> god damn it that's true <laughs> not that we're getting political but <laughs> oh god so anyway it just kind of ended it was like it gave me a little bit of blue balls because there was some decent action not the great of course we've seen better but there was some decent action sequences in there. Like I like when he showed up at the bar with the, you know, with the, the 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 villain's brother, and he just like totally decimates all those dudes. He yeah. came out with some huge two gun action shooting them. I was just happy that there was finally some action. But every time, so when Hitman was doing his thing, I was perfectly fine with it. In between that though, I was just like, man, this is so bland. Like this is so generic. Like I really don't care what's happening here. Um, but it's to me, it's not the worst worst thing ever. I don't know if it deserves the sixteen percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I think there's a little bit of, there's a little bit more meat to it. I think my just rewatching it after all these years, my issue really was the ending was just so like okay, we got to go. Uh, if it had a bigger body count, I'd be like woo, scratching the itch. I'm good with this. Fuck all the generic stuff. I don't care. Right? You get you get you know you get what you wanted, but. Despite that, though, my really issue that's kind of pointing, you know, pointing me in the side or poking me in the side, excuse me, is Oliphant. Like I'm, I like him and I don't like him at the same time. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
we'll we'll see what you guys think about it. I'm really curious. Kyle, hit me. Okay. Hit, hit me. Hit me. So, like you, Samurai, I, I like played the games. I started playing this game first when it came out on Xbox. And then nice. it went to Blood Money. Then Absolution. Then... I think after I played only the newer, uh, the newer ones that came out for this uh, generation, I haven't played Hitman Two or Three for the new generation yet. But I just remembered like the, when they announced this film, I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. And they, I remember they said, yeah, Vin Diesel as the first casting choice. I was like, wow, no? just no. I'm surprised that didn't happen actually. Yeah, and then. A friend of mine um, told me, and Rick, I think you'll agree with me on this, because the director, Xavier Gens, was actually here filming a film here, and he mentioned to one this one friend of mine that th- this movie is not the original vision that he wanted. So, oh, okay. So let's not hashtag release the Xavier Gens part of that, because I don't want to know. Because there is, like, there is, like, I honestly, there, there's like a lot of weird things about how video game movie is and everything else. This one was like, here's the property. Let's see what we could do with the name and the characters. And just like, let's see how it goes. And just throw in every generic storyline in there. And then when I, and lucky that you said, Samurai, that you rented this. I didn't, I didn't rent this. I immediately bought this when it came out on DVD. And I was like, that was the biggest regret of my life. Why do I, <laughs> I have this in my collection? I remember watching it, and then for one time, I just went, I don't want to remember this. And then when you guys asked me to come on the show, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to dig this thing out. And then I remember popping in the DVD, and I just go, what was about this film that was really off? First few scenes that they show was, like, tattooing the children. I was like, oh, yeah, they borrowed footage from that Jessica Alba show, Dark Angel. What? Like, yeah, all oh, those yeah. opening scenes that you see of them training of yeah. little, the little kids—that's all from Jessica Alba's show, Dark oh, my Angel. God. Oh, wow. that's it's really like, bad because it is owned by Fox, and they just yeah. decided to recycle that. And I was like, "How the how the hell did you just did you guys not have enough budget to say wow. yeah, let's get to this?" That's really and the, bad. And the fact that. Even though I appreciate the fact that they decided to do the whole international thing of everyone is an assassin international-wise, like John Wick's world. But again, the (laughs) whole idea of Agent Force 7 is supposed to be, he is supposed to be a clone of this specific, like, I believe the the scientist that's supposed to do it. Yeah. And then when you have, like, all these other international assassins in there, it's just like, okay... Yes, I understand you're trying to distinguish each one and try not to get Timothy Oliphant to be in every single shot and then yeah, yeah. CGI everything. I understand that, but at the same time, it sort of loses that kind of feel. And the way they approach this film, too, it's, like you said, it's bland, and then there's the action, but at the same time, I kind of understood the way they approached it, too, because it's like, okay, how do you make a Hitman game that appeals to the general audience and and video gamers that watch uh, that played it because that's literally the fine line of trying to find that balance. But also you have the studio saying, how can we make money from this? While we have this property, we don't understand what can make this work. And it was like, okay, let's just add this one dude to like, say, okay, you're coming in to write this. 
Did you play the game? Yeah. Okay. Take what you played about the game. I'm looking at you, Paul Anderson. <laughs> um, and take your experience of what you did and put it in, in the script. Basically, they just, like Agent 47 is supposed to be a silent, perfect assassin. And he rarely does it in the film. He's just like, <laughs> okay, go in here. Guns ablaze. I'm like, okay. He just literally took every aggressive gamer and just went <laughs> everywhere. Just started shooting. He literally did one level in, in a, what's it called? In, in Blood Money, where you go into a theater. And I did this. I actually bludgeoned <laughs> everyone with a hammer. I bludgeoned my targets. I bludgeoned the, the, his his uh, bodyguards, I bludgeoned the witnesses, and I just said, yeah, this is that This is that movie. And then, I just remember watching this whole film going, okay, so what we get, What cliche are we going to throw in here? So, we got the cliche of here's how the story went. And he, let's throw in a, a witness that supposedly saw you. And, of course, she doesn't really know who he is, and they try to force in the fact that, like, they're trying to force this weird kind of romance subplot in it. And I just, I just couldn't buy it at all anymore. And the fact that, like you said, Samurai, that, that it's really weird and off-putting that Timothy Oliphant is supposed to play this really, lack of better cliche, stoic and very... Um, yeah. cold blood killer and here he is like talking almost every five minutes I'm going the the dude is like exactly supposed to say he's a man of just minimal words and more action of how he moves and how he executes his targets and really like this film and the lack of the better term the reboot sequel that happened which again that was taking advantage of absolution when it came out at the time yeah and I hate that movie too, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> only it, because, um, you know, it's just they had an opportunity to improve everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's just like we're just making the same mistakes again. Yeah, you know, and I feel sorry for the stunt team that was involved with mm-hmm. Agent Forty Seven, but yeah, it, it was like they with Agent Forty Seven, it was almost like okay. Oliphant show too much emotion. We're going to get a guy who shows none, just like yeah. the character, but we still can't market that. So let's throw in another female or yeah. another side character. And then the movie really was about her. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, just stop making Hitman movies. And that, yeah, that, was, the, that was mostly the problem. Like, the fact is, they were trying to, like, market this kind of character. And the thing is, you can't really market this type of character without introducing it into the general audience because, again, they expected the video gamers to be the main audience along with the general audience, but then they just said, like, yeah, well, uh, here, here's how the movie is. Do, do you want to go play the game now? No. Do, do you want to read, read the novel now? No. It, it's literally like those kind of intellectual properties that they think that this is what's going to be the right kind of film for everyone, yeah. but it's yeah. not that. It, it's <clears throat> just a mess. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I know it sounds like uh, nothing but <laughs> uh, cons about this film, but oh no, it's fine. Truthfully, it is yeah. like a lot of cons. Like I, like you said, it it showed a lot of the action and gore and gunshots, yeah. which it didn't shy away. But at the same time, I was just like, I'm so disillusioned to the fact that it really <laughs> exactly, Rick. It, yeah. It's just boring to the point where I'm like, what yeah. is this? 
I wish uh, I wish it stuck with the uh, excuse me the uh, other ending they had. Mm-hmm. They had another ending. I saw it on the the Blu-ray special yeah. features, and that ending to me, that ending was better. It was just like, oh shit, what's going to happen now? Kind of ending, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it wasn't all sweet, you know. And I was just like, man, that kind of would have been ballsy, and I kind of would have enjoyed that more instead of just. I'm Donald Trump, and uh, you know, my my Timothy Oliphant Trump, Tim, Timothy Trump, <laughs> Timothy <laughs> Trump. Trump. impression. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Uh, my gun is huge. My gun is huge. So leave her alone. Huge. I'm gonna. Huge. I told you to leave her. I told you to leave her alone. And you didn't leave her alone. Okay. Got it from China. <laughs> got it from China. Oh yeah, go ahead, go. Sorry about that. No, basically, that. basically, yeah. As you saw, I tossed my uh, my Hitman uh, DVD to the side just to put. Hitman contract stuff because really yeah hey, it's, per- it's perfectly I'd rather be, fine. I'd rather be playing this than watch that movie over again. I, I, I might just sell that. Yeah, actually, who would want to buy that? Honestly, buy what? <laughs> exactly right. Oh, <laughs> I bought the Blu-ray. Well, it's for the review. It's for the review. It's okay. It's all right. I got it for super cheap. Oh, shout out to Rick's uh, Deadpool sweater there. Yeah. Love it. I didn't see it until you got up. <laughs> I don't have any video game shirts. Right. I figured at least I'd wear the bullets. Sure. It works. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kyle, anything else? Uh, so far, no. Just, I hate this movie. All right. You hate <laughs> I, the movie. I really... I really, right. I rarely say that. I just hate this fucking movie. All right, Tony, it's all you, my friend. What did you like about pros and cons of Hitman? Well, again, this is another week going never seen the movies. Uh, I have played the game Max Payne, but I haven't played any of the Hitmans because I'm not really a stealth guy. And when it's playing games, I'm, I'm more of a I'm terrible running gun kind of yeah. thing. So <laughs> I never had any interest in them, but. Uh, I didn't hate the movie. There were, you know, it wasn't great. It was kind of boring. Uh, I like Timothy, but I, I mean, the first time I saw him was Scream 2, and I loved him as Mickey in Scream 2. And every time I see him in something, like he was even on The Office for a few episodes, I, I, I like to see him. But when I didn't know who the hell was playing Hitman. And when I saw it was him, I was like, really? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't see him as that. Right. I like him, and I think that's why I liked the character of hitman yeah and i know what it was we're saying about you know he's supposed to like be like uh no emotion all that shit and i guess it was like the girl was more or less trying to bring him around a little bit you know even though she she's a hooker but she's like trying to get him to have sex with her and he's like just that was the funny he's like in there he's like it's a bad idea. <laughs> that's, it's, that's a worse idea. You know, that was, it was it was funny to see his reaction, but like you could tell. So, so that's two movies where Olga got rejected by yeah. the hero. Yeah, actually, that's true. I would never, <laughs> never in a million years. But uh, oh, oh, Olga, be nice. <laughs> but uh, she, uh, yeah, she was she was the best thing about the movie. But anyway. <laughs> That was, uh, that was her responding to her agent after he got her into the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll never want to do another video game movie. Nah. <laughs> then Max Payne. I don't know. But, Max uh, Payne. I got you into a James Bond movie. 
The worst one. <laughs> the worst one. Yeah. Second. Um, I I did I like because I don't know anything about it. What's going into it? You know, yeah. I'm glad they didn't clone him like you said he was cloned. I'm glad there wasn't like a bunch of him running around. <laughs> that would have been too much. Um, I like how he kind of like did come around at the end, like with shooting that guy. Like I told you to stop following her. Yeah. Like it kind of like I told you showed a little bit of humanity. Yeah. I told you. I don't need. I can't do his, his an impression of him. He's. He, I don't know. He's crazy. He's a crazy guy. But like, like to me, I see him. I just think he's nuts. Like he could be nuts, but I think he's a good actor. I don't know. Right. 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 But uh, I enjoyed some of the kills. I like the the yeah. squibs in that. Um, didn't really care about anybody though. You know, no, yeah. no, you know, any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Then part with the swords, uh, like where they're like they like nod at each other, like yeah, that that was kind of neat, but yeah. th- still not great. I thought they'd be like even better fighters. You know, I don't know. It, it, I didn't hate the movie, but I'd never watch it again. Right. So that sounds about right. But it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've it seen worse. It I've wasn't seen worse. It wasn't. You got. You got to remember when I'm watching this movie, I'm comparing it. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as this. Suckers. <laughs> At okay. least that was memorable. Okay. That was memorable. That, that's true. That's actually true. But, but yeah. actually, a friend of mine, uh, <laughs> him and I, we were talking about what was the best kind of video game adaptation that actually existed and he says this with a passion that's a masterpiece yeah and he says double dragon is a masterpiece and i was like and he says you shut your mouth that's a masterpiece and i'll always mention this one scene in there because it's the most weirdest scene and the weirdest line ever happens in it they're approaching like the their friends like hideout and billy says hey you think they have a bathroom i gotta take a whiz and then Jimmy just says, you're weird. And then it just cuts. I'm like, was that in the script? Samurai. <laughs> Samurai, show him the best part of that movie. <laughs> let's see. Do I still have it here? Hold on. Oh, let's see if I still have it. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the It did have some good cinematography at points. <laughs> good, cinema, good cinematography in uh, Double Dragon. But that was about it, though. That was it. <laughs> there was one funny <laughs> There was one funny moment at the end of Double Dragon was uh, that I forgot to talk about when there is it really that bad video we did, me and Master Chaos, was Al Leong and the other guy that was with him were at the end Just on the side of the road. They're on the side of the road with signs saying, well, hench for food. <laughs> that, I was like, oh, man, that was like I would, that would have scored a few points. But, yeah, it's pretty atrocious. Like like I said, this is where I'm. This is the mindset I'm coming from. Like Double Dragon and all these movies, and then I see Hitman. I'm like, all right, not great, but I, you know, I can sit. I can sit through it. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get to uh, anything else, Tony, before we get to Rick. Rick Pool. Not really. I mean, there's somebody said about uh, her not didn't even say anything about when he drugged her. Then, like. Uh, <laughs> What say? Oh, oh, hey, you was... dragged me with a syringe. Why didn't she say anything like that? I don't know. Maybe she didn't know she got drugged. <laughs> maybe, she maybe, maybe she forgot about it. I don't know. <laughs> like everyone else forgot about it. We got her breakfast. 
He got her breakfast to shut her up. Oh, that's right. And that was funny, though, where he's like, she's like, it's been in the trunk for hours. And then he's like, I got your breakfast. Then he like throws the thing, puts her in the car and throws it. And then the old guys are watching. He goes, goes like that, like rolls his eye. And then the guy's like, like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, all right. I like where he tried to show a little bit of humanity. So not the worst thing ever, but you like some, you like parts of it, but you never watch it again. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. One and done. Gun, gun foo Santa. For tonight. Yeah. Positives and negatives of Hitman. Well, this this separates the old men from the boys. Mm. Because I have a... When I turned 65, I decided I would never again have a bad meal. I'd always eat every meal as if it were my last. And so I haven't. I haven't had a bad meal since then. And I, you know, and now I realize I have to make a new rule for verses, which is <laughs> life is too short <laughs> to watch terrible movies. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> and, you know, you said it's not the worst thing you ever saw. Well, I can uh-huh. guarantee you, it's the worst thing I've seen in years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I watch a lot of bad very movies. Very selective right? about what I watch. I only want to watch. I mean, all my kung fu DVD. When I made right. the movie my present place, I yeah. edited them, so I only had four and five star movies. I took out the one to three star movies, and you know, of course, I judge them if the kung fu is really good or whatever. So anyway, right. and the reason I'm gung fu Santa, I think I may have mentioned that I contributed to the new book on John yeah. Wick kung fu. So, yes. So this was helpful for that sort of thing. And I'm also, I'm absolutely fascinated because in all my writings and my podcast about action movies, I think one of the worst things that has happened to modern action in film is when they changed, like John Wick 3, the second half, where they Mm. changed a character from a credible, believable human being into a physiology-free video game character. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, so this wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I didn't, it didn't ruin my life to see these movies. It helped me understand my general feeling as to what doesn't work in video game live action films. Gotcha. Now, Hitman, however, is a fuster cluck of a film. (laughs) (laughs) It was originally going to be executive produced and starring Vin Diesel. And as soon as he left, that's a bad sign. Then, of course, what the director said, he was reflecting what happened to him because at the end of the film, near the end, near the end of filming, the studio fired him, replaced him, and brought in somebody to to cut the film down. Oh, and basically, God. this was a great example of a movie made by a company and run by executives who had no respect for the genre or for fans of the genre. They didn't have any respect for the video game. They didn't have respect for anything. The only thing that I, I mean, again, the parts that were okay were okay. And the thing that separates this movie for me is Timothy Oliphant. Because, unlike someone we'll talk about soon, Timothy Oliphant is an actor. 
It's not a burn. It's again, it's a statement of fact. And I don't think even Mark would disagree with it. I'm not saying he's a terrible actor. I'm saying he's a performer. He's an entertainer. Gotcha. He does what he likes to do. And that's all he does. You never, again, I'm slipping over into the other movie. Yeah, yeah. Never see a Mark Wahlberg movie where Mark Wahlberg is playing anybody other than Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that's true. And that's fine. That's what I want because I'm used. I like what he does when he does it well. Right. He didn't do you know Twenty One Mile well, but he did. You know, he did the Spencer movie. Fine. He did some other ones fine. Right. So I like him when he's at his best. Yeah. Right. You got to give him the right fine. role and right director. Right. You look at Timothy Oliphant's filmography he's a, a really good actor he does so many different things his television show justified was excellent so mm-hmm. i could watch him try to make lemonade out of this sack full of lemons he was given <laughs> but also feel for him and everyone involved because the studio just i've worked in anybody else worked in hollywood I see what they're like when they want to sabotage a movie. When they want to say, we don't want to make any video game movies, so let's sabotage this. Let's sabotage it in the editing room. Let's sabotage it in the promotion. Let's just cut this thing off at the knees because we can. Mm. That's what gives us bad producers power to dash people's dreams. And we don't care about the audience. So, you know, get, you know this is good enough for garbage. That's the general attitude, and you can see it on every frame of this movie. But it wasn't always thus. The original director wanted to do something, so they had to get rid of him. They didn't want him to accidentally succeed. So, yeah, it's so it was just like I, I used to get very upset by this, but now I watch something like this, and I just feel, feel for them. It's like yeah. watching the new – I did watch the new Kung Fu show. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Feel for them too. <laughs> oh no! Oh, wow, I'm not surprised. You know, everybody say, but it's great that they're casting women and they cast Asians. I said, yes. Yeah, so they also should treat them better than where they're yeah. treating them. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, what they're doing is what they often do, and what they've done in a lot of video game movies and a lot of movies starring women, which is we're going to make sure that we're able to say, see, they can't open this film. See, video game movies don't open. Women action movies starring women don't open, and they'll do what they can. Like the the um, speaking of video games movie, the, the the most recent Tomb Raider. That was designed to fail. That was mm. designed to, you know, make you unhappy, and yeah. so, and so they went so far out of their way to make sure this failed that it was it was just a sad sad situation. However, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of fans of that Tomb Raider movie, though, with uh, Vikander. And they're making a sequel, right? That's Maybe that's what they're saying. But, ah. maybe, but we'll see if it actually happens. It all gotcha. depends on how Black Widow does. Mm. That's so true. it also depends on you know what they can take exam. I mean, I know about the whole, the whole history of DreamWorks sabotaging Pixar movies. I mean, bad, 80% of bad producers like to play this little game where they can have power over over anybody. I mean, uh, Weinstein with the Kung Fu films. Yeah. They just want power. They just want the power to be <laughs> because they resent creative people. 
because they feel right. empty inside and they're self-loathing. Whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So I just felt very bad. But Timothy Oliphant was the one that kept me going. Nice. And some of the action. You know, I, I have to admit, I didn't watch every frame. I, I fast-forwarded through most of this. Yeah. Or didn't so, miss anything. <laughs> yeah. No. Just, just I, tuned I, out. I, I, I had more time for the stuff I really wanted to watch. So in any case, let's move on to the next one. Because then we can get into the whole question of video games and other things. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Because I have a, I have a lot to say about that. All right, oh, all right. Oh. Let's go ahead and set the scene here. Oh, by the way, why are you talking uh, sexy in our ears today? I don't know. I think it's my brand new mic. Sorry. Are you afraid? <laughs> I have don't be afraid two, of it. I have two. Oh. Uh, Lean two, back, uh, bro. I have two voices. I have. I'm going to bring my mic. Sexy and and Trump. No, don't. That's don't. No, no, no Trump for the rest of the stream. You're gonna lose subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. <laughs> uh, oh boy, I just sound sexier, Tony. It's the mic. It's the new mic. Oh, but yeah, a quick shout out to Olga. My favorite role with her. I haven't seen all of her movies. I'm still trying to catch up as uh, the role she played in Centurion. This is my favorite role of her in her whole film career. So far, I haven't seen the other ones, but mm-hmm. she's a fucking maniac. Yeah. Kind of turned me on. I liked it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Max Payne. Hey, I'm Max Payne. How you doing? All right, let's go ahead and get to it here. Max came, Max Payne came out. Give me a second. 2008. Good old Max Payne here. Original video game came out in 2001. Look at that. It's been a while. All right, so plot synopsis. Coming together to solve a series of murders in New York City are a police detective and an assassin. Who will be hunted by the police, the mob, and a ruthless corporation? Directed by John Moore, starring Mark Wahlberg. That's right. Wahlberger, Mila Kunis, Bo Bridges... (laughs) And others. That's right. Max Payne. All right. So, like I said, I'm probably going to make enemies, but it's all good. This is versus. It's all love. Fuck this movie. Seriously. I fucking hate this. I hate this. I hate this movie. Why? Why? Because just like Hit, just like Hitman, I it went in accepting it under its own terms. And to me, it failed. It completely failed. To me, it did. How do you make a Max Payne movie and you don't get an action set piece until after an hour? You fucked up. I've won. I've won today. And a whole hour goes by. And you finally get an action set piece shootout and a Max Payne property. Who the fuck made this decision? I'm not counting the opening bathroom fight. Hey, I got your watch. You got to get this guy. I got your watch. I got the watch. I don't get. I'm not counting that. I'm not t- counting the two people he killed when he was trying to rescue his wife and kid. I'm not counting any of that garbage. Mm. An hour later, we finally had a shootout in a Max Payne property. So fuck Max Payne. I won. That's it. End of versus. Thanks for watching. I appreciate. It. No. <laughs> Wait, we got. I go hate to the vote. this. <laughs> I hate this movie. Now, cinematography wise. It's a little bit more pleasing to look at. It's not as generic and flat as Hitman. I'll give the movie yeah. that. And finding out later that this movie would... They had the gall to release this movie is PG-13. In the theater, already failed. 
They've already failed. I did not know this when right. many years ago when this came out. This is atrocious. So this unrated version that we watched, I don't know if you guys know of you know behind the scenes of what extra extra violent action they added to it. Maybe they added some blood CGI. It was po- just oops. that. It was like just that. oh yay yay <laughs> thank it's you. Only, it's only like two frames of oh god. Oh, you, you remember the beginning of the movie when they introduced the black character to the precinct? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck happened to that character? We never saw that character <laughs> ever again. We it's never like, saw hey, that character ever Max. again. Okay, yeah. bye. Don't mess with him, bye. Yeah, okay. I, I thought he was going to... He's all like, hey, let's have a beer later. I thought maybe he was going to be his partner or he was going to come into play later. Nope. Okay, we're done with that character. Okay. <laughs> maybe that was in the unrated version. Maybe they just threw in that character that, to show up and, and talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so seriously, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Meg from Family Guy. No, no, no. Meg from <laughs> Family Guy. Did not convince me at all as this serious, you know, intimidating, badass assassin. No, Meg. No, Meg. Go this away, Meg. This is basically Ted, the prequel, before they meet him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I'm pa- I was very patient with the film. I was like, okay, let's see. Let's see what happens here. And, and, and I played all the Max Payne games. I'm a huge Max Payne fan, and they're dark, gr- gritty, violent, the the theme of Max Payne is tragedy. He's a very tragic character, but you want to root for him. It's sad, but you want to root for him. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. this is just like, hey, what are you guys doing? You know where my wife's been? D- this movie felt like, hey, you remember that actor? Yeah. <laughs> like Chris O'Donnell just showed up out of nowhere. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. I was like, what? Robin is here? Doing nunchucks with his uh, socks? Like, what is happening? And then, like, was that Nelly Furtado show? Yeah. And I was like, who else random's going to show up? And then Ludacris Ludacris got got out the car. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Max Payne. There is no defense. There is no defense to make a Max Payne live action movie. And an hour later, we finally get a shootout sequence. And what what was the what was the the, the shtick of, of Max Payne? Right? What was what was what made the Max Payne popular? Time. The bullet time. This was the mm-hmm. this was the selling point for the games. Oh yeah, the bullet time. And you mean to tell me you got the blueprint is already laid out? You got the John Woo movies from the eighties and nineties. You got the Matrix, the first Matrix movie. You got the video games. And you mean to tell me the only thing in slow motion you could do and come up with is, I'm sorry, not Meg. Hold on, let me find it. Is, oh, I'm going to jump back and shoot the shotgun. Really? This is it. This is the only thing you could come up with. Just think about all, were they afraid? that they were? Oh, people might think that we're just copying the Matrix. Dude, you're, you're, the, the video games are about bullet time. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? And this was it. You like this? Yay! Oh, sorry. Fuck you, Meg. Get out of here, Meg. All right? Yay! Yay! There's your bullet time. All we need right there is to say one hour later. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Bullet time. Yay! Damn it! I keep clicking on Meg. Fuck you, Meg. Get out of here. It's Meg. It's not Meg's fault. I know. I know. But just the characters, like, why are you even here? So anyway... Yeah, an hour later. and uh, Yeah, I got it. An hour later, this. Oh, hey, action. You guys came here for action. Sorry you had to wait an hour. 
before something happens. And then you, I'm like, okay, I'm still patient. Uh, let's see what happens here. And then he goes to get revenge, right? He goes to the warehouse. When he gets in the warehouse, she's even warning him, don't go to Ragnarok. They're going to yeah. kill you. You want to die, right? Because you want to reunite with your family. Order he Ragnarok goes, is a much better movie. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it is. He goes to Ragnarok, right? And he kills like two people, and then he and then he fights the main dude. And I'm like, wait a minute, why was I was expecting a huge mass of like dudes there? Like, why was she like, oh, don't go there, you're gonna die? He goes there and shoots like five people, and he walks out. I'm like, okay. And then I, I give Max Payne this: the end finale shootout was an inch better. Is a little bit more satisfying, I guess, bootleg climax compared to Hitman just ending it. I'll give Max Payne that. They had a little bit more body count than Hitman fighting Kung Fu Monk and then wrapping it up, right? Mm -hmm. I will give Max Payne that. But here's the problem with that. Finally, he's doing this cool shit. He's flipping the shotgun over and shooting the guy, right? I'm like, okay, we're getting down and gritty. This is why I'm here. All right. But every time they did that shit, oh, we got to throw in this bullshit. Could somebody explain? And every time they threw in this bullshit... It took me out of the fight. It took me out of the action, man. And I don't remember. Can someone explain to me when he got set on drugs? When he got to drug? Did he get drugged? Did I miss yeah, it? Yeah, he, he drank, drank it. it right after he got out of the water. Oh, my God. I was so checked out. I totally missed it. Wow. Well, anyway, it still fucking sucks. They tried to make it epic. They tried to make this visually pleasing. Seriously, fuck this movie. They killed off Olga in two minutes. What the fuck was she doing in here? Like, seriously, I I hate, I hate this movie. I hate it. Me, All right. But Kyle. why? But why? You hate this movie? I couldn't tell. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, let me think about it. I don't know. He, he, didn't even, he didn't even give a reason why. I, <laughs> I gave a reason why. <laughs> Fuck this movie. I mean, drove you guys Sorry. Wow, you guys are drinking at the same time. Sorry. <laughs> Just didn't care about the characters. Didn't care about the characters. Didn't care about what's happening in between. Don't care. You bring in Donald Logue. That's right. What you call from Blade? Killed him off. Okay, he's done. Any other actors we could just throw in here? Like, seriously. Did you guys even bother? Uh, you, you notice he didn't kill the the the, the head actress. Well, the, the, the lead actress of the yeah. uh, the building corporation. You notice yeah. he didn't kill her. Which is yeah. supposed to be, like, accurate of the video game. Right. And well, in the, the, in the end credits, there's an extra scene. Oh, he has a beer. He has a beer with Meg, and yeah. she's all like, "Hey, don't forget, you got to kill her. Get, her get the fuck out of here, Max Payne. Max like, Payne, you have failed." All right, Kyle. So this is where I get in this sense of like they try and make something so accurate that it's fucking boring. Yes, and this, and this is like Max Payne falls in that example along with Assassin's Creed. Fuck Assassin's Creed because that put yes. me to sleep. Yes. And as much as I don't want to shit on it, Tomb Raider did that. The, the reboot of Tomb Raider did that too. They tried to make sure that all these films were as accurate to find that balance, and they fucked it up. And I, I don't even, I barely remember Prince of Persia because oh. that was a. See <laughs> exactly. So, so the thing is, like, to make an actual accurate film, like this and it was like how do you do this and then and what was it i i hate to say this don't hate hate, 
I hate to be right of what I found out about Mortal Kombat. Is this something we need to discuss off air or say? Yeah, we're gonna discuss it off air because I don't want to spoil anything to everybody. (laughs) Because like it's exactly what I saw in the trailer and I was like, oh my god, it could go this way or this way. And then I'm just saying that. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll we'll discuss it afterwards and then we'll do a follow up video after the movie comes out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But for Max Payne, like I've only played the first game. Yeah. And I never got a chance to play the second or third one, but I remember yeah, the first game was that neo-noir, even like having that meta kind of feel also when you hear Max Payne doing all these things. And the first like level was you like trying to stop the killers from killing your wife. And I was like, how are you going to open this movie like that? And then it opens with just like, here he is in the water, just monologuing. I was like, <laughs> okay, you got the monologuing part, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, it was just, again... They had, they had the tools right there from the first game. They just had to like flesh it out in a way to make it cinematic. That's it. And they did. And then and they did sabotage it. Yeah, mm. they sabotage it to the point. To me, I'll explain this one yeah. too. Because I understand that they were trying to put as much Norse mythology. Because Valkyrie, here's a drug. Here, yeah, yeah. Valkyrie's doing this, and it it didn't work. It really didn't work at all, and then want it to work. No, and honestly, like, at, I I appreciate the film trying to be accurate, but other than that, like, again, this this is supposed to be like a John Woo kind of. You're supposed to get the John Woo type of gun yes. gunplay, like in the video game, but they never did that at all in this film. And it was just such a huge like letdown of seeing it. And I remember seeing it in theaters, going like, "Okay, yeah, how, this how is feel? it. That's that, it. The, Yay!" Yeah. Literally one hour later. Yeah. Look and... at the video game. Look at the video game. Yeah. <laughs> we exactly. could have had so much fun. Just think of all the fun, over the top action set pieces they could have created. They just everything remember, was there. There's a reason you hate this movie. It's because this movie hates you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why I don't want to like, as as a filmmaker myself, I'm just like seeing this and like, how do you hate your audience so much and hate the property to do this? And granted, the filmmaker never has a choice about this because like studio wise could actually screw it up too. But the thing is like, how can you make a property that you can, you're supposed to be invested. I'm looking at fucking Paul Anderson and fucking Uva Ball, basically Uva Ball and Paul Anderson are the same fucking people. W.S. Anderson. Not quite. Not quite. But <laughs> basically, they have a yeah. similarity. They have a very yeah. similarity. I will. Exp- I will answer your question when we. You, I can do it now, or you can wait till you get to. Me. No, I actually because like um, follow me on this, uh, Rick. Like Uble takes a property and fucks it up, while Paul W.S. Anderson says he cares about the property, but somehow fucks up his own way just with more money. Right. But let, let's. Let's now this, your, uh, now this is this is right up my area right here. This movie, shoot him up. Yeah, this is this is more my thing. And everyone hates this movie, and this movie bombed, and no one gives a shit, which is sad because it's a fun movie. It's a fun, over the top action flick, and mm-hmm. people just didn't get it. But that's another video for another time. Right. Okay. Go ahead, Rick. But no, I'll, should, I thought yeah. you wanted Rick to answer your question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. I can. Wait. I wrote it down so I can wait till we get to. Okay. Me. No, no, it's all good. Like. Um, 
because basically that, that's my whole stick about this film was like it's accurate but at the same time it's still not not giving back to the audience of what they wanted what I will say before we get to me, it's just like the replacement killers in that it has all the style, it has none of the substance. Yes. And style without without substance is empty. Mm -hmm. But but I will go on in more depth when we get to me. Sorry. Okay. Yes. Tony, no, what do you think? Positives and negatives of Max Payne? Uh, I kind of wish the drug actually did what it's supposed to do. Like I thought that that loop. Lup what's his name? Lupino or Yeah, Lupino. Lupino. I thought he was gonna like you know, bell bullets were gonna bounce off of him or some shit yeah. and then he gets shot and then like that's it for him. It's like he was supposed to be like this main big guy and then like it's like the worst mini boss ever. And he just dies. It's like okay. And then you know, the whole thing with them seeing the you know, I thought maybe this is like maybe it'd be something that they it taps into something where these things are really there. But it's just no, they're hallucinating. And how do they halluc all hallucinating the same thing? Yeah, you know, like how is that possible? But and I thought, okay, that thing pulled him out of the window. I was like, okay, maybe these things are really there. And it's like they're not really there. So the who pulled him out of the window? It, it, it he didn't exactly jump. I don't know. It's just like I just kind of wished that those things were real instead of just seeing them. And then if they if they were real, I wish when Max took it that he would have been able to control them and send them after him. And first off, BB, I can't stand him. I, I figure, I, I figured out like who was the main bad guy and all that Bridges? shit. From, yeah. I hate him. I hate him in this movie. Anyway, I can't, I can't stand him. He's annoying. And especially since like he killed that baby and had like no remorse and everything for it. Yeah. Like, what a prick. Like, yeah. I, kill, I, kill the wife and baby and then runs out the window. I'm like this. This fifty-year-old dude did all that and just jumped out the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then, but then to to like you know be such an asshole like uh you know he's like a son to me, but then like kill you know your grandkid in a way you know and and it just over this I don't know first time watching this that part with the the only slow time that they did it was too long. Of a shot, they could have done so much more with that. Mm -hmm. I did like where he finally got pissed off, and he and he like those guys like come in the room shooting, and they don't know where he is, and he just comes up behind him and boom, boom, and shoots, and they fly back. That was like some of that was cool, but like it was too little, too late. I don't mind Mila Kunis in it. You know, she's just for eye candy anyway, pretty much. But she never spoke Russian again. But she comes <laughs> in all Russian, and then. She never speaks it again. <sighs> yeah, they killed off Olga too soon. There's a lot of dislikes in this. I do like the grittiness look of it. You know, kind of, it's almost like a colorized version of Sin City in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but not exactly. Again, um, yeah. you mentioned that guy in the beginning, and I forgot about him. Like, what happened to that guy? <laughs> I thought he was going to be a partner or something too. Yeah. They're going to collaborate. <laughs> No, and it's like where the hell did he go? Um, the the one thing is, uh, I did play a video game too, and then I was thinking like, oh, wonder if they too bad they didn't have the dog. But like the chat was talking about, I was mixing this up with Dead to Rights, the video game, oh, which okay. was awesome. And the yeah, second one, too. he has a dog where he could sick the dog at them and stuff. And they also had like, I think it had some bullet time, but like it also like 
yeah, it did. Had him dodging and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's why I was like, oh, is this... and that's like, oh no, that's not this game. But uh, that's why I was thinking maybe they'll make a Max Payne two and have the dog. And it's like, oh, that's a different game. But Dead to Rights would have been a better idea to make. Um, what was I going to say? Would it? <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. No, Retribution, Dead to Rights it. Retribution. They probably botch it like these two. But well, yeah, maybe somebody you. else made it. I mean, gotcha. you know. Just like we don't need a Sleeping Dogs film. We already have special ID. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but in terms of action sequences, yeah, it's, did it's, you like Max Payne more than Hitman? I, and, honestly, just in the I don't know. <laughs> I so don't know. Tony, you sigh said it all. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's my sigh of like, it's you, too damn close. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're both not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, in the end, I in the end of this, I'm just like, you know, again, another one I'm not going to watch ever again. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so alrighty. What what did I like better? This bland looking crap, classy <laughs> looking shit. Yeah. What did I like better? <laughs> Don't forget the one with shit has nuts in it. Which yeah. one doesn't oh, smell yeah. so bad? <laughs> Which one has Olga in it more? There you go. There you go. That's you want to be making a joke of that, but that's one of my choices. Of which one I like more? All right, we'll see how we'll see how it plays out in the end. Gunfu Santa. Gun well, Santa. I'll, I guess I'll answer your question, Kyle. The people, John Moore, direct an Irish director, directed Max Payne. Yes, he didn't make another movie for five years. And originally, Max Payne was going to be written and produced by Sean Ryan, who created The Shield. So what happens here is the reason these guys do it is that it's a job that they can make money on. Yes. People like Vin Diesel Mm. and, and Sean Ryan see which way the wind is blowing, and they go, my career and life is not worth this. Bye. Yeah, if you want to make you. a glossy piece of crap, you're going to have to find a director for hire. You're going to have to find somebody who's willing to do it. The yeah. actors, you know, people, you know, uh, all the actors take it scene by scene. They're not making the movie. They just do the best they can with the part they're given. Yeah. That's why, you know, Mark can scream at the, at, you know, at the green screen. <laughs> feel like he's done something good for the day because he has because he's trying to remain yeah there you go he's trying to remain credible in in something i mean he he can see what's going on he can mm-hmm. tell how the producers now another thing i think you kyle uh repeated a couple of times is that they try to make these movies accurate yes i disagree with that i don't think they were <laughs> because they don't need to make the movie accurate because they've got the video game. Yes. Very few people who haven't played the video game are going to see this movie. So it is very clear that they, you know, from instantly, again, you hate this movie, it's because the movie hates you. Yes. Because they made this movie to make you hate it. Because they, they just go, oh, we tried to give you what you wanted. I love. I always go back to Doctor Strange. I gave you what you wanted. <laughs> you want 
you know, that's a producer going, oh, these video game people, they're never satisfied. We try to give them exactly what they want. No, what they wanted is in the fucking video game. Your job now is to make a movie. Mm-hmm. It's not to make a visual video game. It's to make a movie version, which yeah. has the things. I mean, I've worked in every medium, and I have to write screenplays differently than I write novels, than I write comic books. It's a completely different technique. And so here, again, the fix was in from the outset. As soon as the reputable, honorable people left the production and left it to the work for hire people, everybody, the actors just sort of went, okay, you know, this okay. this won't kill our careers. Gotcha. But because the movie fails, and as long as, the, unlike Warner Brothers, who sometimes likes to blame the director or blame the actors for the failure of the films, mm-hmm. that didn't happen here. Mark moved on, Mila moved on, even Olga moved on. So they already have the game. The other thing now, let me talk specifically about my feelings about the movie and how I compare it. And that is we have Mark Wahlberg instead of Timothy Oliphant. So already it's kind of like, I I like you, Mark, but you're not an actor. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 nor should you be. It's not for this project. Actually, for none of your projects, as I already said, he always plays himself. But in terms, the other thing where it was very clear that the people wanted you to hate this movie is that they didn't even give you an accurate representation of Max Payne. Those demons aren't in the fucking game. Yeah. So as soon as they showed up and they and what and if they if they tied it in, you know, again, the way I write I want everything, if I'm going to set up something, and Hitchcock always says this, when you when you set up something for an audience, you're duty-bound to pay it off. Yeah. Which is why Hitchcock is Hitchcock, and John Moore is John Moore. In other words, as soon as those guys showed up, it was kind of like, you can't even do the video game. Yeah. You guys are not, you are actively sabotaging this movie and yourself. And as soon as I saw these guys and saw that they had no purpose in the film. They don't pay off in any way. They don't add anything to the storyline. I come back to an old quote that I that I coined a while back. I forgot for which movie I did this for. But what I often say when I see something like this is, when anything is possible, nothing is interesting. Hmm. Again, nothing for me to hold on to. It's just, you know, it's all ephemeral. It's just like, we put this in, I mean, there's a difference between a character who's cool and a character who's charming. John Steed in the Avengers movie should have been charming. That's what John Steed in the television show was. In the movie, he was cool. Mm. means you had a producer who wants to put a whole bunch of cool moments, string a whole bunch of cool moments together, whether they make sense or not. So if you are you dealing with a producer who goes, well, why'd you put that in the movie? And he goes, because it looks cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I fucking hate that. Oh, yeah. But, well, <laughs> there's a reason you fucking hate that, because that person more than likely hates themselves, and you're sharing their self-loathing with you. <laughs> they're, they're sublimating their own self-loathing, and they're projecting it onto and, you. And yeah. honestly, I, I actually have a filmmaking book that says first-time directors will always get shoot as much things because they want the cool shot. It actually said that in my textbook. I'm like, I fucking hate this textbook. 
Also, <laughs> because it's the, true. The producer, the producer is. That's why a producer will always tell you what the audience wants. We're doing this because this is what the audience wants. And I always reply, you have no idea what the audience wants. The yeah, only right. thing you have an idea of is what you want. Mm. And, that, and you're put again, you're sublimating your self-loathing and projecting it onto the audience, blaming the audience for your bad choices. But that's because you wanted this to fail, because you can go to your cocktail parties and say, see how I ruined this? See how I ruined this? <laughs> oh, man. See the yeah, I, I, wow. I hope Weinstein's enjoying people. prison. Those stupid video. <laughs> so I'm done. Let me uh, let me know when we can vote. All right, all right, awesome. Okay, copy that. All <laughs> right, let's go and get down to the knit of the grit. It's voting time. That's right. And of course, if we have a tie here, the movie Dojo Army can break the tie. That's why we always have you guys involved as well. All right, so whoo. We're going to leave me last. No, you guys already know. Oh, really? That's fine. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Kyle, go. Man, this is hard. <laughs> this, is hard. <laughs> like, this is hard. It actually is hard. That's true. Because, again, you guys brought up good points about Timothy Oliphant being a credible actor, and he actually tried, and he's an actor in yeah. Hitman. And looking at Max Payne, Visually, cinematically, and story-wise, it kind of war- works. Kind of works. Fuck it, I- I- I'm vetoing and and saying Double Dragon. Because it's cinematography. <laughs> You're not getting out of this, Kyle. You're not getting out of this, Kyle. I'm not getting out of this. I'm going with Double Dragon. No. You must pick, sir. I'm going to yeah. Double Dragon because my friend wanted to laugh so hard that, like, yeah, he chose Double Dragon. Which, <laughs> again, everybody, you, if you want to join the Double Dragon cult, their credo is: I don't think it's the bathroom. I got to take a whiz. You're Bunk. weird. Come Bunk. on, Kyle, okay, so stop avoiding I'm it. I'm going with Max Payne. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Max, Max Payne. Payne for Kyle by default. That's fine. This is this episode is by default. <laughs> Our choices, Tony, <laughs> by default, by default. Choose. Make sure you choose wisely. <laughs> uh, Hitman. All right, Hitman. Okay. We got one for pain. One for Hitman. Gun Street for Fair. Santa. Gun for Santa. Um. Again, I could watch Timothy Oliphant. He always tried to give me a little, a little, you know. It's a little bonbon. It's wafer thin. <laughs> it's only a wafer. All right. Yes, because Max, because uh, Mark, as much as I like him, yeah. he's a Teflon actor. You know, whenever I try to get involved, it just rolls right off of him. Yeah. Uh, and also, at least Hitman was sabotaged. The director tried to do something with it, but at least it's more honorable to its original video game than Max. Yes. So I have to, uh, you know, this is, this is really, uh, it's not even Brady and the Tiger, it's Tiger and Tiger. It's yeah. just, but it's going to be Hitman. All right, Hitman. All right. So in the beginning, uh, as soon as we guys started talking about Max Payne, I said I fucking hate the movie. So I think we already know. Because <laughs> for, for me, it's like, uh, it just failed everywhere. It's like failed. Like I can actually watch Hitman. <laughs> 
and I can and I can make it through. I'd be like, all right, that's some few moments. Okay, good. It's harmless, right? Max Payne, just I, I'm more of a fan of that video game franchise. And the third video game was one of the greatest video games I've ever had, ever played. Max Payne Three is phenomenal. It's very underrated. And it, when you play those games and you see all those really cool action set pieces in the games, you you think of a movie. Yeah. You think of wow, this would look so awesome on the big screen. And then you watch this, and I'm like, what is happening? And then we get that. And that's it. I'm just, I'm so mad. I'm so angry. (laughs) I'm so angry. So, yeah, the winner is going to be tonight on Versus Episode 11. The winner is Hitman. By default. By default, yes. Yes, and uh, let's see here. I like Travel let's, Chief's comment. What do you say? What do you say? This is a hateful F- episode. <laughs> <laughs> Never, you know, we got to do better. I won't. I won't do. I won't do this again. <laughs> I didn't force you, Rick. I didn't force you. No, I wanted to do it. I All right. Movies because I was hoping that I could, but I should have known. I just thought it'd be interesting to put them both together because they literally are a year apart. So I'm like, okay, let's go and check it out. So So Hitman is the winner for tonight. Let's see what the movie dojo chose. Bam. Wow. Oh, wow. Holy shit. (laughs) Look at that. Wow. That's pretty impressive. That's a, yeah, 348 348. votes. Holy moly guacamole. I'm lucky I get seven. (laughs) This guy. Did you do your voting poll? No. Oh, you didn't do it? Okay. No. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up today, guys? I'm, again, I'm waiting for a good video game movie. It'll. I it'll, agree. The problem is it'll take an extremely talented person to pull it off, and extremely talented people are not going to waste their time trying because we've got the video game. The video game is going, has already made more money than these movies put together. Yeah. So, it's really kind of pointless to make them other than to exploit an audience. And that's gotcha. all they're doing. So gotcha. now I I haven't seen Sonic. I heard that a lot of people like it. Is I like it one it. of those good is actually legitimately good or is it good by default? It's actually pretty good. Okay. I was surprised by it too. Yeah, it's it's it, it's pretty good for because because the director did respond to the audience after mm-hmm. they did that horrendous original take on <laughs> the, the CGI look. Yeah. And also, it was such a pleasure to see Jim Carrey go full Carrey again. Yeah. yeah. After it, it years fun. of doing bad dramatic acting or mediocre <laughs> dramatic acting or too right. emotional dramatic acting. Because Jim Carrey is the modern Jerry Lewis. Mm-hmm. So... For him, and but he's the only guy. He's the only guy who can do what he does. Yeah. So to see him do it again was just awesome, yeah. and it was perfect for a video game movie because he's a video game character. Yeah. Nice. Even in his other movies, he's basically a video game character. So you yeah. know, I don't think there's any question that Sonic is the best video game movie because it's got oh, a nice. Cool. Doesn't make any sense, but video games don't either. It's fine. Nice, yeah. fun. It's warm. It's clever. It's, I smiled a bunch of times, and Carrie yeah. is just such a joy to see go. Nice. Go, yeah. 
Also, I'm probably going to end up just buying it. I'm probably going to just blind buy it because I'm a Sega fanboy. So I, I, I think it was free on Prime at one point. It, oh. I, I think it still is, and you should definitely. Okay. Yeah. All right, shoot. I'll check it out first. That's for all see. of you guys out there. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Cool. Check Sonic out. the Hedgehog shout out. That's how we do it. Got to represent Sega. All right. Yeah. All you badasses, don't forget, again, fun, follow Gunfu Santa. That's right. Rick Myers by his books. That's right. Podcast, Rick. Podcast. Action Film Autopsy. Assetanything.com. Yeah. Yes. Follow yeah. that. Follow okay. Tony of the Dead. Subscribe. Follow Kyle's work. We got to do this again. It's going to be a lot of fun next time, hopefully. <laughs> good movies. Yeah, good movies. <laughs> that was a torture to watch these movies. It, it was. It's. It's the only fun you get out of it is we get to talk about it together. That is true. That's fun. So that we did true. have some fun out of it. It's all worthwhile. All right, guys. Thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. The old samurai. That's right. Check out the merchandise store. Check out the join button up at the top of the channel. That's right. Exclusive perks. A lot of good stuff coming. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time, uh, join me again. we got a special guest tomorrow, director Jesse V. Johnson. That's right. We'll be here tomorrow. And we only get him for a little while, but it's cool that you know he's decided to give this old knucklehead a few 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 moments of his time. And uh, we can talk about his action films. My uh, San Diego Comic-Con Kung Fu Extravaganza panel twice. Oh, nice. Nice. cool. Jesse's a nice yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, he said he'd come by and hang out with the movie Dojo Army. So that's tomorrow at 6 p.m. And then uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care, guys. See ya.